0: My name is Zakir, and you are listening to the Living Legacy Podcast. I am a brand cultivating strategist, a cancer survivor, and a camera saved my life. In this podcast, we'll be sharing stories of the various connections that I have as a professional photographer, featuring women that I admire, that run businesses, and are wives, entrepreneurs. In this podcast, you will learn about professionalism, you'll learn about business, you'll learn about travel, as well as how to deal with the highs and lows of life. And now it's my turn to teach you and inspire you to step outside of your country zone. This episode is a follow-up episode to my episode number two, where I talked about polycystic ovarian syndrome. A lot of listeners told me that was their favorite episode. They got to learn so much about me and they just wanted to learn more. So I thought why not bring in someone who not only have I had the pleasure of speaking to in a previous interview, but also someone who really specializes. into the official introduction and I hope you enjoy this episode. Dr. April Moreno is an autoimmune wellness coach, speaker and community builder, as well as a university researcher in an autoimmune quality of life for MS patients. Dr. April Moreno was born and raised in Southern California. She grew up with Asian and Latino parents. Multicultural living and perspectives are everything to her. After college, she lived and worked abroad in Ireland, England, Germany, and Japan. She was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition in the final year of writing her dissertation for her Ph.D., when her life changed completely, she found a new sense of understanding and meaning. She built a community of support, such as Sisterhood for Limitless Living, new partnership for research, and found joy in proactively designing her life activities. We met in the She Podcast Facebook group, which is a Facebook group for all women podcasters to collaborate and help promote each other's own podcasts. In this episode, she talks about why she started the Sisterhood of limitless Living, what she learned from the many similar stories shared, why it is important to manage stress, as well as a lot of information, a lot of great information and great statistics. She believes mindful wellness comes from healing within, for those who want to learn more about autoimmune diseases and self-care. You can learn more about Dr. April Moreno and her services at aprilmorenophd.com. That's dot com.
1: Hi, Zakira.
0: How are you?
1: Doing well. How are you doing?
0: I am good. Thank you so much for being a, my podcast guest today.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you.
0: So... We met originally in um, a group called She Podcast. but yes. We also you had the chance to interview me.
1: That's right. I loved it. So many people loved it in our group. Thank you for that opportunity.
0: It was really my first time really talking about talk about polycystic ovarian syndrome and my autoimmune disease. Right. So, how about you tell me your story?
1: Sure. So, uh, again, my name is Dr. April Moreno, and I'm an autoimmune wellness coach, autoimmune wellness. And basically, my story is that it happened to me. And this is the very beginning of how I reached out to help other people through their journey of the autoimmune struggle. So it it pretty much happened to me while I was finishing my doctorate in public health, health promotion sciences. So I was experienced in working with quality of life research, connecting with communities, helping them with like their HbA1c, their blood sugar, you know, re- pre- reducing and preventing diabetes type two, uh, looking at preventing uh, undiagnosed hypertension or catching that and then preventing hypertension from happening. But those were a lot of the, the focus of the work that I had been doing. Uh, what we talked about as chronic disease uh, in the public health field. Chronic disease was pretty much like diabetes and heart disease. And so when uh, the autoimmune journey began for me in my last year of writing my dissertation, I was like awoken to this whole new world of other chronic diseases and what that means uh, from a very personal level. And so getting through that journey, uh, I guess I can share that with you a little bit later, but uh, yeah, getting through that journey and all the different steps along the way, um, I've, I've made it through. And after graduation, my journey and my, my purpose and my path began, became and began uh, focused on helping women who are struggling with the same challenges.
0: Very nice. So I would say definitely thank you for using your diagnosis in positive light because we need more of that.
1: Yes. Yes. It's a hurting
0: world. <laughs> so you said doctorate, but what else did you fulfill your studies in?
1: Uh, So my doctorate was in health promotion sciences. So a lot of that was like qualitative research, health equity research, and also the other part, it was called an inner field degree. So it was also in health, um, sorry, health IT, information systems and technology. So really, if you want the official name of what I studied, it is the PhD in health promotion sciences and information systems and technology. So a lot of the work I had been doing was on electronic health records, how to use online health groups, online patient networks, even like, you know, we can reach out into like Facebook groups, what that is to build social support and help people with chronic disease. Very nice.
0: So speaking of Facebook groups, you launched one called Sisterhood of Limitless Living. Why did you do yes.
1: that? Oh, why did I do that? Yeah, definitely. That was a part of uh, after graduation, finishing with that doctorate and being like, okay, so I can do this research like within a university setting, but you know, that's not enough, you know, and I actually did connect through conferences. I started to meet people, uh, specifically uh, professors here in multiple sclerosis at the clinic here. And so I partnered um, with them through my informatics postdoc to do patient research. Uh, health disparities research, patient experience, and care coordination research. So that was great. That is great. But it wasn't enough. It didn't didn't speak enough to my purpose. Uh, Getting out there in the community, getting out there and working with people on an individual level, getting out there and helping women. You know, 75%, they say, of people with autoimmune diseases are women. So being able to go out there to the world and help other people uh, that's That was the purpose and the intention behind the beginning of the Sisterhood of Limitless Living.
0: Very nice. Now, what have you gained from it? What have you learned since launching
1: it? I've learned so much uh, just helping people through the journey. And, you know, it's like when you help people, it's actually you're helping yourself, too, right? So when you offer your knowledge to help people, you're actually learning from them in the process. And so uh, I've gained so much knowledge, you know, working across so many different autoimmune uh, diagnoses and hearing the commonalities over and over. We talk about the importance of social support. When you talk about um, getting to that point, that crossroads of like, okay, I got tired of being miserable. I got tired of being tired. I got tired of being sick and I decided to take this into my own hands. So the whole level of like self-efficacy, being proactive, in somebody's in one's work in the one's wellness excuse me I always want to say like five things at the same time um, so being proactive in one's wellness is really important and that's what I learned along this um, journey of uh, setting up this group and reaching out to women hearing from women interviewing them it's been like the most rewarding process the whole interview process of hearing people's stories and the challenges and the beautiful, like for me, it's like the most beautiful part of the Sisterhood of Limitless Living, the interviews are when, you know, we hear the challenge and then that that breakthrough point where they're like, okay, this is what I decided to do. This is where I decided to put life, uh, my life and my health into my own hands. That's like the most rewarding part of what I've been learning uh, through the group. I
0: love it. And so do you, find a lot of similarity between what you've gone through and your breakthrough moment between
1: the story that you learn about? I think so, definitely. So I'm, I'm seeing a lot of still that commonality. So with the autoimmune conditions, there are like over a 100 of them now, right? And it gets debatable here and there. Some people say, no, some of these are not autoimmune. They're auto-inflammatory. Some of these are like, no, you know, we don't think these are autoimmune, but it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Uh, we are finding commonalities along the way. We're seeing those challenges to like pain, fatigue, anxiety, depression, numbness, um, and some other things as well, but really like brain fog, right? There are so many things that we see all along, all across the spectrum of autoimmune conditions. So that's kind of what I've been um, learning and what I've been um, able to connect with here. So I've seen those commonalities with my group and with um interviewees uh, that definitely we have a common thread and it is and i'll even take it further it's not even really about the disease okay so it's about the challenge that was placed in front of us right and it is the wake-up call it is whether we accept the challenge or not accept the challenge to make changes to our lives so it's like the disease is it's an example it is it's one challenge that um as a as a group we have that commonality But it can be anything, it's any challenge in life, right? And how do we step up to the challenge? And I see that commonality in the group.
0: I love it, I love it.
1: So where have you traveled to? Ooh, travel, travel is like one of my most favorite things. So if you look at like my Instagram page, um, you'll see last summer we went to Europe. And we did a river cruise. And uh, so that's something we had always wanted to do. It was up on my, how does like design, this uh, vision board here. Uh, it was up here. Um, so we did it. We went to Europe. It was this really nice trip where we went to like five different countries. And um, we spent a lot of time in Germany, uh, which was really beautiful. Uh, we really loved Germany. Um, I would just say um, one of the commonalities of autoimmune. Um, diseases is heat and cold sensitivity Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) um, I wouldn't recommend going too much through Europe in the summer because there's still um, not a whole lot of AC in some places yeah Uh, so I learned that the hard way (laughs) so (laughs) you can actually go into the group you'll see some of my summer videos I'm like sweating (laughs) I'm in the hotel I'm like But uh, yeah, so we've done that. Um, I lived in Japan for six years and that was like the most, one of the most wonderful experiences. Um, That was from 2000 to 2006. Uh, I was teaching English. I was working in a, uh, a marketing company also as a rewriter. I wasn't a translator, but I was an editor of their English documents. And that was a wonderful experience. So I loved being in Tokyo for those six years. I also spent some time in London and uh, a little bit of time in Ireland. So, yeah, those are the countries I've been to.
0: Okay. Yeah, I agree. I love Germany. Um, I have my sister in law. She lived there and she loved it so much.
1: It's beautiful.
0: Now, what about multi cultures? How do you feel about multi cultures?
1: Thank you for asking this question. This is big. This is a huge part of everything I do. Uh, Health equity, uh, basically, I guess I should break that down uh, for like lay people, lay terms. Um, Health equity is where we look at public health, we look at healthcare, and we make sure that everybody is uh, equitably being served. And equality and equity are not the same thing. Equality is where everyone is getting the same thing. And it doesn't serve them. The same way but equity is in a way that's designed and it's meant to um serve people uh, where they're at and so health equity is really a focus of the research that i do and uh multicultural living is i mean it's it's part of my identity uh i grew up as a mixed person i'm still a mixed person i will always be a mixed person um <laughs> So yeah, I mean, my mom is Asian, my father is Latino, Um, and then we found out, I just found out, I mean, I knew we had, uh, like, Afro, I have Afro-Latino heritage, Uh, we went and we found out that um, my grandfather's mother, mother is African American. Mm -hmm. So you know, these are things that I'm learning along the way, I'm I'm more and more multicultural uh, every day. (laughs)
0: So did you take an a ancestry DNA test? So how did you find out?
1: Um, my uncle actually took the DNA test. We, we have Ivory Coast in there. But we thought we were Afro-Mex... I thought we were Afro-Mexican. But, um, you know, when I went to visit some of my relatives, we found out that um, they had gone into the records and they found... Because uh, he was adopted. And uh, his mother is African-American or was African-American. So, you know, so... When, more American than I thought, and more multicultural than I thought. (laughs)
0: Very nice. Well, I feel like the more, the better. That's definitely what um, encourages the world to be a better place, you know, because there's more cultural understanding as well. This episode is sponsored by Headspace. Are you stressed out? Meditation has been shown to reduce your daily stress levels. Meditation can be defined as praying, doing yoga, or even using the Headspace app. Meditating with Headspace for three weeks may enhance compassionate behavior towards others. Meditation has been shown to promote subtle improvements in focus, attention, and the ability to ignore distractions. Download the Headspace app today or sign up online to start meditating. Visit headspace.com.
1: So I guess, I mean, I can keep going about the multicultural stuff. It's like my, my thing right now. Um, I was actually just hired to teach ethnic studies, and I'm so excited. That's like my, my uh, good news of the week. I'm going to be a professor of ethnic studies. Uh, and so multicultural stuff is like, it's very central to the work that I do. Uh, in terms of like my group, I consciously make sure to reach out to diverse groups of people just across like anyone I can think of, you know, I want to make sure that the group uh, speaks to everybody who is going through autoimmune conditions. Um, Oh my gosh. Okay. So when we go into multiple sclerosis research, we go into lupus research. Okay. Uh, Multiple sclerosis is considered to be a Northern European disease. That is a popular perception. But the more I learn, the more I reach out to um, groups, because I'm part of a um, multicultural research network, and we're finding huge disparities in the studies and the research on who is included in clinical trials, who is interviewed, who is even um, being diagnosed in a timely way. So once people do get diagnosed, people of color, they're actually like more disabled. They're actually more progressed in their, in their multiple sclerosis. Uh, however, um, what we do find with lupus is that they have documented and identified that many um, people of color particularly women of color, uh, tend to um, have lupus at a disproportionate rate. So there's a lot going on when it comes to um, multicultural um, perspectives and and dynamics in autoimmune research and living on a daily basis. Very
0: interesting. I'm glad you share that because my brother, he's um, he's, he's my brother, my dad's, he actually has lupus. And then, of course, there's me with polycystic ovarian syndrome, which I've, you know, learned is very common among African-American women as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, and then there's the thing about, like, genomics, and I I go back and forth on genomics. Um, They claim, like, some people say that, you know, it runs in the family. And so I guess, you know, we can see, yes, it can run in the family if someone has one autoimmune condition, like my cousin has lupus, Um, then, you know, then it's possible that you know, that we're going to get it too. But I don't like to think that way because I think genomics is, is one level, but then like the expression of that takes, um, you know, there are so many other factors in the environment that are um, contributing as well to the expression of what happens in our genome. So um, yeah, there's definitely something there in the fact that there, you know, it can be genetic. But I mean, there are so many other things that we can we carry in our genome that, we Won't express, you know, so it's very complex, and you know, I think we can all like interpret that differently.
0: Very true, very true. So, what are, are your tips and pointers for helping those to manage their autoimmune systems? Symptoms, sorry,
1: okay, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, for me, the first part is really um, what I call mindful wellness, it's kind of like getting a handle on what's going on in the body. Um, one of the um, wellness or mindfulness meditations, like the most popular one is the body scan. If you're familiar with the body scan, it's just kind of going through from head to toe or from toe to head and just feeling, just observing what is happening in the body. So actually just taking, you know, an inventory, taking stock of what's actually taking place. Uh, What we're finding is um, a lot of the time with the relapses, with the exacerbations, with um, the, the initial diagnosis, the flare up, of an autoimmune condition, it tends really to happen in a stressful situation. Some people will say no, and that's okay, but we're seeing it like very commonly that it, it does happen when people are stressed out. So, what can we do to get a handle on our stress so that we can start to, you know, sit down and just calm, you know, get into a calm setting, calm situation, and start to feel what's going on through the body? So, that's the first part. And then another part of that, what I do with people that I work with, it's addressing four dimensions. It used to be 10, and it's still 10, but it's really four dimensions of wellness. It is the spiritual, it is the environmental, it is the mental, and it is the physical. So if we look at all these different levels, how, are they, um, how do we interact with these different dimensions to um, you know, influence our physical health? Physical is like the last part. You know, if we think of an iceberg, right, okay, or something like that, we think of like, you know, your your spiritual. It's kind of like your your sense of self, even, right? Your sense of um, living, your sense of community, your sense of identity uh, with um, your higher purpose here on earth. So I think that's like really an, an important part. It's like a very uh, foundational part of our lives here. If we don't have purpose, then You know, it just makes it a lot harder to live and to uh, have will to live. So that's the first level. The second level is the environment. Environment is like super important. We talk about this all the time. It's like your community who you spend time with, the kind of thoughts that you allow to welcome into your mind, um, you know, the air quality, even it's just all the different things, Um, all the uh, external influencers that are part of your life. So that's your environment. Uh, then the next part is your your mental health, you know, just getting a handle on that. So we see, again, stress, depression, anxiety. These are huge things in the autoimmune community. And, um, you know, it's, it's just really important that we talk about this because, you know, we can talk a lot about the physical, but really, you know, for me, I know, and I know other people, um, it began with a stress response. It began with unusual anxiety, unusual depression, different levels that we unprecedented levels before the physical manifestation took place. And then so finally, the, the, the kind of tip of the iceberg is the physical health. So when people say, you know, they just got diagnosed with something, uh, most likely it's something that had happened many years ago that have been like kind of like different layers. And uh, over time, you know, we see these different symptoms that have popped up over the years. We have um, many times gone through some kind of mental trauma um, just stress, stressful situation or circumstance, as part of that as well. So you know, looking at all these different layers is really uh, what's important.
0: Very nice. I'm so glad you brought this up. I'm also very glad you brought up air quality because I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and as of right now, the weather it feels like summer when it is, and and it's beyond. <laughs> it's so hot, and then but wow. then it's a mix of people with allergies getting messed up because of the pollen level so it's a hot mess a hot mess
1: uh, yikes yeah and you know i'm here in southern california we didn't used to have humid weather but lately over the past five years we've been noticing a lot of more humid summers and yeah, that's no fun global warming for sure yeah there's some changes for sure
0: now what are your tips and pointers on managing the stress the stress that we can manage what are your tips and pointers on managing that
1: Number one, I would just say self-care, right? It's like one of my favorite topics and self-care is so important. You know, we put aside uh, a lot of our, um, the things that we enjoy in life. We put aside so much because we are stressed out, we are working, we are so focused on other things. Um, You know, so what we're finding with some of uh, the autoimmune community is like we're seeing like kind of like the type A personality um i don't know if that you know
0: that
1: makes sense. yeah okay
0: but so go ahead and explain it because so do that mean there are different types of personalities right
1: right and i don't know all of them uh, but i know the type a is kind of like the one that's kind of like always trying to like prove so- prove something trying to be the best trying to be the most productive trying to like constantly be doing stuff to like be like perfection right and so we see these trends a lot with the autoimmune community um, And then if you, if you break it down, like literally autoimmunity is where we're attacking ourselves, literally, you know? And so it's kind of like when we're constantly trying to prove stuff out there, we're not taking time for our self-care. We're not taking time to listen to our bodies, you know, like the body scan that I mentioned, um, understanding what our body needs, the sleep, the rest, the nutrition, the exercise, the relaxation. And just going out and enjoying community and fun things—the uh, things that we think are so trivial—are actually like the most important things of all, you know. And so, you know, what I would say is like in getting getting a handle on the mental health, the psychological aspects—it is number one. It's like self care, whatever that means to you, you know. Finding and getting back into the things that you enjoy with your life, uh, reassessing your purpose, reassessing what it is you're here to do in life. Okay, so. Um, You know, for me, the story began because I was overworking myself. Um, It began many years ago um, when I was starting to notice strange physical symptoms. But then it came to a head when I went to this really um, abusive work situation uh, where my boss became my my step-parent. Okay. In my mind, they were the same person and I was responding the same way and I was getting treated the same way. Ooh. And so, you know, just listening to your body noticing these patterns, getting that self assessment. And so um, taking time. So what I did and the best thing I did was I quit the job and it was paying so well. It was so hard. It was like, a, it was like the best paying job I've ever had. I quit. I had to leave because it was just a really negative uh, experience. And so the first part that I talk about in this journey is like this, uh, what I call work stress to wellness. So getting a handle on you know, assessing, like, is this the right job for me? You know, spending over 40 hours of my day, spending more time at the office, doing a job that is abusive, that I hate, you know, um, instead of spending time with people that I love in my family, you know, it's, you know, we've we've got to handle this, we've got to look at this and take control of what's going on, because it does take a toll on our bodies. So um, yeah, really, it, and a, lot, a lot of it is like in the mind, it's like, making those assessments, making those decisions and noticing these dangerous patterns of like overworking yourself or trying to please other people, trying to prove your worth, your value. And I'm talking about myself here, Um, you know, and all these things that kind of lead into an autoimmune response. And it's no mistake that these numbers are growing and growing. The autoimmune condition is an epidemic. We're seeing so many, so many new diagnoses all the time. It's, we're just seeing so many right now and it needs to change something in the way that we spend our time the way that we think about life and the actions that we're doing we need to slow down <laughs> you know i agree
0: yeah i'm so glad that you also brought up the fact that um you did take that risk to quit a job because like you said not many people can leave a good paying job especially if that's their stability that's their foundation that's what their sense of security so
1: right but yeah if it gets to the point where your your health is starting you're starting to see those changes in your body and your mind you're like i can't do this you know it's like my life or my job you know gets to that point
0: yep yep okay well where can we find you on the web
1: okay you can find me i would i have fun on instagram so i'll talk about that one first it's at dr april wellness and so I'm on there. Uh, I talk about the Sisterhood of Limitless Living quite often. I present the Wednesday interviewees that we're going to be talking to. Uh, I talk about um, my service dog. I talk about um, wellness. I talk about self care on Instagram. So it's a lot of fun on there. Uh, my website is April Moreno, PhD, uh, APRALMORENO, PhD.com. And that's where you can find more information on the work that I'm doing about the group, uh, have a blog on there, uh, getting started and putting together the podcast. Uh, and so it's some of it's on there, but there's a lot more that needs to be uploaded. So it's, it's a work in progress, but it's still there. And so uh, yeah, I think those are the two main places I would talk about right now, Instagram and well, Facebook, of course. Hello, <laughs> the Sisterhood of Limitless Living. That is our group um, on Facebook. You can also find me on my professional page, Dr. April Wellness on Facebook.
0: Very nice. Yeah, so on Facebook, you can also see the video that I did with you, Dr. April. On I would it's love up to. Here. And it's also, what's also um, I guess, sent to YouTube as well for those who are not a part of the Facebook group or may not be interested in joining yet another Facebook group.
1: Get but it, yeah.
0: See the video on YouTube, which is, yes. is your YouTube channel.
1: Yes, I have a YouTube channel. I don't know exactly the name of the YouTube channel right now. But if you um, just do a search for Dr. April um, Wellness, it should come up. Um, yeah, I can give you that link. I'll go ahead and, and find it, and then we can put it, you know, on the on the description or something. But
0: yeah, yeah. definitely um, be sure to check out the show notes, and then you'll be able to have access to all the links that Dr. April shared and all the resources as well if you want to go back. And Because I believe you, Dr. April, shared so much great information. So I think this is definitely going to be a keeper for a long time.
1: <laughs> I hope so. Thank you. That's my goal.
0: Thank you for listening to the Living Legacy Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit zakira.naya.com. That's Z A A k-i-r-a-h-n-a-y-y-a-r dot com. Do you have any suggestions on a topic you want to be talked about? Send me an email or leave them in a review. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with your friends.